The Monday Investment Club is brought to you by Omnis Investments. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome back to the Monday Investment Club. I'm Rohit from Omnis Investments, and this is what happened in markets last week. In the US, the S&P 500 ended modestly lower, down 0.4%, while the Nasdaq Composite, which has a lot more tech stocks, gained a little ground in quite a volatile week of trading. These mixed results likely reflect strength in the US economy, as well as concerns about inflation and the timing of when the Federal Reserve might begin to tighten its policies. So on the Federal Reserve, there is a Federal Open Market Committee, which we often refer to as the FOMC. And this is the Federal Reserve's monetary policy-making body. So they're the ones who make the decisions. They're responsible for formulating what the policy is designed to do in terms of promoting stable prices and economic growth. Uh, So simply put, the FOMC manages the US's money supply. And I say this because last week we had minutes from the meeting of the FOMC that happened at the end of April. And it offered insight into what the policymakers were thinking in terms of the economy and inflation in particular. Investors focused on a statement that a number of the participants in the FOMC suggested they need to start discussing turning the money taps off, in essence. On the inflation front, they acknowledged the the potential for inflation to temporarily run above their target due to temporary factors. But they also believed that this would fade uh, over time. And they noted that longer term inflation expectations remain in line with the central bank's goals. It's important to just talk a little bit about that because that's kind of what drove markets last week. On the data front, we had some preliminary estimates for what we call the Purchasing Managers Index. And so this is a a reading of how the economy is doing. And any numbers above 50 suggest the the economy is expanding. And so we had a flash reading uh, come out for May. So it's not a full month, but just a a temporary number just to see how it was going. And the number was up to 63.5. And as I said, anything above 50 means expanding. So, So we're seeing some really positivity there. And that Purchasing Managers Index has both services and manufacturing. And obviously, with the reopening of the economy, we would expect the service sector to increase more rapidly. And indeed, we saw that with the services PMI rising to 70.1, you know, well above that 50 mark and, you know, considerably higher than the April number. So positive news coming out of of the US with some concerns around short term inflation and what it means in terms of policy. Let's move over to Asia. So Japan stock markets finished the week higher, with the Nikkei 225 returning 0.8%. After growing at a double-digit rate over the previous two quarters, Japan's GDP shrunk by 5.1% in the first quarter. And that 5.1% is an annualised number. Now this was a sharper contraction than it was expected. Of course, the decline was mainly due to a drop in private consumption as coronavirus containment measures curbed spending on clothing and dining out. Looking forwards, the governor of the Bank of Japan said that the economy is likely to recover with the impact of COVID-19 waning gradually, supported by an increase in external demand, easy financial conditions and the government's economic measures. On the positive side, we saw some export numbers coming out for last month, for the month of April, and we saw that Japan's exports grew the most since 2010. 
Over in China, it was a mixed week for the stock market. We look at the CSI 300 index, which, as a reminder, consists of the 300 largest companies trading in China. This index has been falling in recent weeks, but this week it added 0.5 percent. So, so some positive recovery there. On the economic data front, the data we got was was quite mixed, with strong external demand offsetting softer domestic demand. We also saw retail sales growth slowing in April compared to March, and then at the same time, a resurgence of coronavirus cases in several Chinese provinces has raised worries that COVID nineteen still has potential to stifle a recovery in household consumption. Coming to Europe, the Eurostox 50 rose 0.3 percent on signs that the economy is rebounding as restrictions instituted to control the virus's spread begin to ease. However, worries about inflation curbed gains during the week. As a result of the virus containment measures being eased, business activity in the eurozone accelerated at the fastest pace in three years this month. In Germany, we saw the first signs of inflation picking up in the eurozone due to supply bottlenecks, and the European Central Bank has reiterated that an increase in inflation would be transitory. France, Italy, Ireland, Portugal, and the Netherlands began to gradually reopen their economies. So let's finish off by looking at the UK. The FTSE 100 pulled back 0.2 percent, in part because strong economic data lifted the British pound versus the US dollar, ending the week at 1.42 US dollars per pound, up from 1.41 the previous week. The FTSE 100 tends to fall when the pound rises because many companies in the index are multinationals and therefore generate a meaningful proportion of their revenue abroad. On the flip side, the domestically focused FTSE 250 returned 0.4% during the week. The UK moved to phase two of its plan for lifting coronavirus restrictions, allowing social mixing indoors, greater physical contact, and foreign travel, despite official concerns over a rapidly spreading variant of the coronavirus. UK consumer price inflation accelerated to 1.5% in April, up from 0.7 in March. And this was driven by bigger gas and electricity bills and higher clothing prices. Meanwhile, as the UK lifted some lockdown controls in April, we did see retail sales volume jump 9.2% compared to April the previous year. So overall, despite it being quite a volatile week for markets, they seem to have finished reasonably flat. Investors welcomed the data suggesting that the economic recovery is underway. Whilst also being worried about the inflationary pressures that the recovery may bring with it, that's it from me. Next week is a bank holiday, so we will be taking a break on the Monday Investment Club. We will be back on Monday, seventh June, and our Deputy Chief Investment Officer Colin Gellatley will be giving you the week's highlights. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great week. The Monday Investment Club is brought to you by Omnis Investments. Which is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.